The question asked of our Lord by the chief priests and the elders of the people in this evening's gospel lesson, by what authority are you doing these things and who gave you this authority, is a question that anyone must ask who takes seriously the claims of the Christian religion. Now, the church's claim, which is seen also throughout the whole of Scripture, is that the question of our Lord's authority is not really other than the question of who he is. And of course, the question of who he is is answered in the first instance by what he does. The contrast that Jesus draws between the priests and elders on the one hand and the tax collectors and harlots on the other is not so much a distinction of status or of position in society as it is a distinction between two states of soul or two states of mind. And we are to see in those persons the states of our own souls, the states of our own minds. The priests and the elders presume upon their knowledge they know they have the answers, both for themselves and for others, and so they question our Lord's authority, since it is a threat to their own, but more importantly, because it is a threat to their own complacency of soul. The tax collectors and harlots, on the other hand, know that they do not have all the answers, the instability of their lives, the constant need to wheel and deal just to survive, offers them no place from which to hide from their own essential neediness as human beings. Today or the next day, the means of their existence can be taken away by a change of government policy or violence or disease or any number of clear and present dangers which we all know are close by, but which we can try to ignore. So they know themselves to be needy, and they know that none of the temporary answers to life's constant instability are ultimate answers. They only work in this moment, and tomorrow they may not. And so when they encounter someone with different answers, because they are sure of their own state, they can encounter that person and those answers on their own terms. John the Baptist came preaching conversion and pointing to the one who was to come. And those who recognized their essential neediness saw their need of a change of heart and their need for one who spoke to them as they knew themselves to be. Like the people of Israel in the wilderness, they knew that somehow, could they even remember how, they had refused the food that would have ultimately satisfied them, and now they were assaulted by the snake bites of their own fears, their own bad choices, the countless ways in which they had used others to their own profit while abusing and destroying both themselves and the others in the bargain. 
And it was precisely this knowledge that gave them a reason and incentive to look up upon the one who came to them and who taught them with authority and not as the scribes. But perhaps we have not quite recognized our essential neediness. Perhaps we have been able to hide it from ourselves by presuming upon the answers we have already so that we will have no incentive to gaze upon the one who offers himself to us as our physician and as our medicine. Perhaps we have tried to make a pact with all that is set to destroy us as the people of Israel with King Sihon and his host in the belief that so long as we gazed upon our own answers and our own sufficiency, we might pass through unscathed. But is it really possible for us to ignore who we are forever? Can we really sit with ourselves? Can we really listen to ourselves? Can we really experience who we are and still think we have all the answers? Surely this is too exhausting for words. By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? Whether we are asking Jesus this question for the first time, or if we think we have already exhausted the meaning of our answer to that question, let us remember that his answer comes only when we have recognized that we can never truly know him unless and until we have the courage to truly know ourselves. Only then can we approach his answer. Only then can we hear who he is, can we know what he does for us. Only then can we know who he is, and only then will we know from whence his authority. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.